Hello and welcome to another episode of Dishing with Donna, here to get you guys hungry with me every single week. And today we have another guest right here in studio with us. He's been here with us before. He'll probably be here with us again. He's been in the restaurant industry for a long time. He's been at every level, including restaurant manager, GM, the whole nine yards. You've already met him once before. It's Dan Hot. Hi, Dan. Hello, hello. Thank you. Hello again. Yep. Thank you so much for coming on and being a repeat guest here on Dishing with Donna. You know I love being here. I know. And you're good, so it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the, the topic that we're going to talk about and tackle today um, is actually not going to get people hungry, like I just said in my opening line, but it's a topic that has been so controversial for a long time, and that is the topic of tipping yep yep tipping which is an important topic in the restaurant industry absolutely absolutely for both the people that work in the restaurant as well as everybody listening as a patron as a guest this is something that i think you'll be interested in in hearing yeah it's also a very sensitive topic on both on both sides for the guests and for the uh, servers true well let's just start off with some of the basics and then we're going to start getting into different scenarios and all that good stuff but the basic is culture has changed COVID has completely changed the restaurant industry, uh, but there is a standard percentage of tipping. Some people don't even know it, which surprises me, but then again, I've been in the industry. So what would you say is the standard percent for tipping on your bill? The standard percent. So you and I have had this conversation a couple of different times. Uh, obviously, your listeners know that we've known each other for a long time. We've worked together in, in several different restaurants. Uh, we live in the state of Georgia. Um, we have Atlanta, which is one of the biggest cities in the, in the United States. So if you just look at the big, bigger metropolitan areas, the standard for tipping is 20%. 20%. 20%, yep. 20%. Now, I know some people want to tip 15%, 17%. A lot of people will go even above and beyond depending on your service. But again, the average standard standard amount is going to be 20%. Now, what shocks me, and we talked about this a little bit before we came on the mic, what shocks me is there are people out there that don't know how to calculate 20% off the top of their head without using a calculator or uh, their, their phones or whatever the case may be. So you and I have two different ways to easily calculate it in your heads. Right. So I thought it was important to tell everybody out there listening, if you're one of these people that have to pull out your phone or a calculator, I don't mean any disrespect, but honestly, you need to learn how to do it off the top of your head because it takes two seconds to do it. Yeah, it's fairly easy. I'll go ahead and tell your, your way. Which I believe is the easier way sure. between the two of us. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So for example, Dan, throw out a number of what a total bill might be. $727. Why would you do something so unrealistic? Right, $127. <laughs> $127, and that is for like a fine dining experience, sure. I'm assuming, right? So $127. Well, the easiest way to do it, are you listening? 20%. Well, first of all, just get 10% because that's the easiest. $127. 10% is $12.70. Am I correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. $12.70 is 10% of $127. Well, then just take that 10% and multiply it by two, and that's 20%. So you're looking at 25 bucks. Easy. There you go. Right? Yeah. If your bill is $50, what's 10% of $50? Five bucks. Times that times two, that's $10. Boom. There's your 20%. It's not hard, people. No, it's really not. 10% times two. Boom. Done. Yeah. So mine is... <laughs> It's different for me because I've been in the industry and I'm around it 
every day, all day. Mm-hmm. So uh, mine is, is I just know that $100, 20% of $100 is 20 bucks. So if the bill is $127, like you were saying, 20% of the 100 is $20, 20% of $50 is $10. So you just split it in half. So like you were saying, for $127, it'd be what, 25 or 20? It'd be about 25. Yeah, 20. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 25 $25, yeah. $27. I just broke it down for you. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, see, I can't even do it without the calculator. <laughs> Hold on, let me get it out. Well, you did give me you did give me a really random weird number, 127 127 yeah. <laughs> and thinking... then I realized I'm going to have to do this math myself. I should have just said 100 bucks. <laughs> right. Like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, $75. Let's like, oh, keep it in a round number right. here, Dan. I couldn't take it back, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then do $25 for a cheaper place or a one-person-only meal. Well, $25? $25 was 25%. Five bucks. Right. Easy. Yeah. Because 10% of $25 is $2.50 times two, five bucks. So easy. Well, I, there's also the easier way of just dividing it by five. Meaning? 25 divided by five is what? Five. Five bucks. <laughs> We're having a math class right now. <laughs> 100, 100 bucks divided by five is what? 20. 20 bucks. That's your 20%. That's your percent. I love it. 10, 10%, 10 50 bucks <laughs> divided by five is what? 10 and 20 percent there you go (laughs) okay so anyway it shouldn't be that hard whichever way you go (laughs) oh did you know that 70 percent of well the majority of tips 70 percent of that goes to women over men i saved that one for you in my back pocket i did not know that yes but it makes sense if you think about it unfortunately Say, say that again out of all the the tips that are out there in the world 70 percent of the better tips go to women of the better tips. Of the better tips, my bad. 70% of the better tips, tippers, go for tipping women. That's it's, interesting. I never noticed a trend like that, but okay. Yeah, I looked it up on some research poll. Um, well, anyway, continuing about tipping in general. All right, now that you know how to calculate your tipping. Okay, so when your bill comes, obviously you're going to tip on your service, right? Your overall service is what the diner is expecting to tip on. What people don't understand sometimes is that there's so many more elements and other, there are other factors involved aside from just your server. Yes. Okay. So you want to talk, you want to start breaking down what, what tipping is, where, what, what the guest expectations are, what the server's expectations are. Right. So we've already talked about the server's expectation is, is 20%. Now to look at, at the tipping overall as just a cultural thing first of all you got we discussed this before we you've got to look at the caliber of restaurants so there's a big misconception from guests that you go to a place like like a chain restaurant applebee's or something like that okay that you should get the same exact service from applebee's as you would a very fine dining restaurant and you should you should expect that However, you need to lower that expectation level down a little bit farther because the servers that work at a fine dining restaurant, the high-end restaurants that make a lot of money, that have a, a higher PPA, um, that have that their price point per person for food is much higher, mm-hmm. That's those are the type of restaurants that are going to attract the best servers. So when you go to a place like Applebee's, you're going to get those entry-level servers. It doesn't mean that they're not good servers. It doesn't mean that they're not ambitious and want to become better servers and that they're they're in a good place to start. Mm -hmm. But you can't expect that fine dining type of service from those the that quality of restaurant not mm-hmm. to say that it's a bad restaurant it's just well, and a lot it's of that not also a fine dining restaurant goes into training too because the training that Absolutely. the servers are going to have 
at a fine dining restaurant, an upscale restaurant, is going to be a different level and a different level of quality of training, such precision and such intensity of training versus, and again, we're not knocking Applebee's. Go to Applebee's. Have a good time. That's not the point. We're just trying to say the differentiation between the upscale restaurants versus, you know, some some of these chains or, or lower, right. lower price you just, point You just got to know what your expectations are when you go there as far right. as tipping. I think a misconception that people have is automatically what makes a restaurant great or not is the food, which is completely a misconception because you can go to a restaurant no matter what level of a restaurant it is and they can have great food but if you've had crappy service or if you have felt that you have been wronged or disrespected or they've been rude to you or whatever the case may be you're not going back right right so no matter how great the food might be sure so there there are three factors that that go into why people go to restaurants one of them is is the food uh, the other one is ambiance, not so much a, a, a big factor, but can be. You look at some of these other fine dining restaurants, the expectation of ambiance is there. You walk in, you find out that you know the, the table's dirty or the tablecloth is dirty, your glassware is dirty, your silverware is dirty, you go into the bathroom, that's dirty, and yet it's a fine dining restaurant. The ambiance of the, of the restaurant just isn't good enough for you, so you won't go back, right. you know? Obviously, the biggest factor is service. Service. Right. So so those are the three. Um, you have service, ambiance, and food. <clears throat> now, mm-hmm. as a server, I would like to always be there when my food was coming out so that I could look at it and make sure that, one, everything was on was on the tray or the, all, on the plates that were going out was correct because there, was a, there were many times where I would bring something in and then it wouldn't it didn't get to the plate properly, like no sauce or sauce on the side. Right. And then I'm looking at it, guys, you put sauce on top of this. I need this change right now before it goes to the table, as opposed to letting somebody else run my food. And then I get to the table. I'm like, oh, they put the sauce on your, on, on your, on your salad or whatever it may be. Yeah. Let me take that away from you. This way I can cut it off at the beginning part of it before it actually hits the table. But that's mm-hmm. what good servers do. I was about to say, that's what a quality server would do. Right. And you, you touched on it. There's a lot of different factors, especially when you're considering your tip. And considering how much you're going to tip, is it 15, 20, 25, whatever the case may be, there's other factors besides just your server that go into your overall experience, and which is what you were just touching on a second ago. You have to also take into consideration the back of the house, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, how busy are they? Because a lot of the time, if you think that your food isn't coming out to you in a timely manner, that has nothing to do with the server. That has to do with the back of the kitchen. Now, granted, there are some times that a server is busy with other tables and the, the food might be sitting under the lamps or whatever for a little bit longer than uh, they would like. But almost always, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're waiting on your food as a diner, as a patron, as a guest, that does not reflect on your server. Now, it's your server's job to communicate right. what's going on properly, but it's not their job to cook your food in a timely manner and bring it out. That's a separate factor. You're absolutely correct. So as a server, you can't control what's going on in the kitchen. However, you can control the communication that you have with the kitchen. If you have special requests like no su- no sauce on your on your salad or a, a temperature for a, a burger or a steak like that. Now, let's say that you as a guest, you give me the temperature for your steak at medium. I take that temperature down. I go and I ring it in. I ring it in as medium. The kitchen cooks it and they overcook it and they bring it back to you. You cut into it and you realize that it's overcooked. Obviously, because it's overcooked, I got to cook you a new one. I can't 
backtrack the cooking of the steak. So we got to throw another steak onto the grill and we got to cook it to medium where you want it. And let's just say we do that and it's five, six, seven minutes, however long it takes to get get to medium temp. And then we bring it back out and it's undercooked. And you look at it and go, look, this is medium rare. I really want it medium. Now I got to take it and go cook it up a little bit. Now Mm -hmm. this one, obviously I can just put it back on the grill and take a couple minutes. Right. But now I've brought the, the the dish out twice to you and both times it was incorrect. It has nothing to do with me as a server because I rang it in properly. Now, <clears throat> there are two different directions that I can go as a server. I can I can make myself non-existent because I'm embarrassed that this is happening Aww. and I don't I don't want to deal with you as a guest, which I've seen servers do that. They just kind of go hide. Wow. Um, or I can take the initiative and, and step in front of this and make sure that you as a guest are getting the attention that you deserve because you're sitting there waiting on on your dish to come back that attention would be hey may i get you another cocktail for it would be on the house you know or i'm over here telling you every step that's going on it'll be one more minute before your dish is out i apologize so much so much about this this is on us and then of course the manager should obviously have already come over but that dish should also should not be put under the check i mean if you're having to wait because of issues that they're having cooking your your meal then then you shouldn't have to pay for that dish. So that mm. that also should be something that, that you look for as a guest that if the manager doesn't get involved and they don't take that dish off the off the check, you should say something. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of it. And when I when I learned that years and years ago I, and, and started to apply that in every restaurant that I manage, it's perfect. It's, it's I'm sorry. It's our fault. We'll take care of it. Because as you as a guest, if you're not happy, you're not coming back. You're going to tell 10 other people that you, don't, that you had a poor experience here. Yeah. If it's, you had a poor experience with the food, if you had a poor experience with, with, with the service, it doesn't matter. You're still going to not come back and you're going to tell other people not to come back yeah and that's 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 the key to good service and again mm-hmm. consequently people notice that and what happens is that they'll t- they'll tip their server well because yeah that's how they can show their appreciation yeah i think communication from your ser- from your server is key i mean you and i kind of had a little um we we disagreed at first when we were going over our notes but then you explained it and i and i understand now where i said it would be a server's responsibility to make sure that he communicated with his table that maybe they were short-staffed that night or maybe whether it was they were short-staffed in servers so that each server is having to take on extra tables or they were short-staffed maybe in the back kitchen with the cooks and the cook lines so that your expectations are set that it might take a little bit longer than usual you agreed but said not up front yeah, so uh, you and I had that conversation a little bit earlier today, actually, <clears throat> and I did disagree with you because I believe that that, that, that responsibility of, of, of explaining a situation falls on a manager or somebody higher up. Um, as a manager, I do not want my guests to, or I'm sorry, my, my servers to walk up to guests and immediately start telling the guests everything that's going to go wrong in their experience before it actually happens. It comes off better coming from a manager. So, And then once you explained that to me, I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Right. I, I get that now. But in terms of tipping, that's not the fault of the server. In fact, your server showed up and is busting their butt to try to work all the tables at a level of still professionalism and courtesy and hospitality and good service and all that stuff. So you need to take that into consideration as well. And I can tell you that for the most part, most people do. 
Yeah, and you also have to take it in consideration as a guest that, you know, you don't know what they, what's happening in the back of the kitchen. Um, are they in the weeds? You don't know uh, if you've ordered cocktails or drinks, how far deep your bartender is and trying to, you know, do you have right. one bartender, two bartender? How far deep are they in trying to get their orders out? That, again, has nothing to do with the server. So, yeah, 20% tip, people. So what I'd like to throw out there real quick now that I'm thinking about it, and I don't <laughs> think we discussed this, but a lot of people don't know this. What? With tipping is that when you tip your server, you're not just tipping your server, you're, you're tipping the bartender, you're also tipping the server's assistant. And the server's assistant, for lack of a better word, is a busboy mm-hmm. or somebody that comes around and fills up your, your, your waters, but also somebody that cleans off the tables and takes them back to the dish pit and that kind of thing. But the so the tip that you leave your server, they get a percentage of that, but that they also tip out a percentage of that to both the server's assistants and the bartenders for the drinks that the bartenders pour. Well, we could just sit here and talk and talk and talk because we have a whole other angle to discuss about tipping and we're going to have to come back for a part two. Um, You want to tell people what that is really quick? (laughs) Yeah. Give give them a little teaser. Yeah. So part two will be, uh, we'll discuss whether or not they should go do away with tipping in restaurants. There's a big push that started back in 2017, I think, to where you just incorporate the tip into the the cost of the dish or the bill at the end and and just be done with it. You don't have to worry about the tips. So So we'll discuss. So many pros and cons to that we can talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff that goes from a guest side versus the restaurant side. Mm -hmm. That's a whole episode in itself. But to end this particular episode, just really quick, like, Quick fire, okay? Just a couple little do's and don'ts of tipping as we close this one out. What about um, a to-go order? If you order a pickup, you're going to go, you order, you're going to go to a restaurant and pick it up. What do you tip? Quick. You don't have to. Right. Like, you don't have to. The tip usually gets dispersed to a to a host or something, somebody that bags it up. Yeah, a dollar, two dollars, maybe if you're going to pick it up, if you want to tip the host that actually did the, did the work, that's mm-hmm. cool. Or if you had like some special requests, yeah, like yeah, I do because yeah. I'm a picky eater. This but needs it's to obviously be not going to go to a server. So as a manager, when I saw tips that, that came in on to-go orders, I gave it to the host. Gotcha. All right. What about a buffet? I don't know. I've never worked on a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should you tip? Yes, you should tip if there are people bringing you water, if there are people servicing you. taking your plates. Yes. If there are people servicing you, yes, you should tip. I don't know per se if that should be a full out 20%. No, probably not. Right, but you do need to tip something. They're, sure. they're taking your dirty plates. They're bringing you, refilling your water. So um, yeah, be I'm... a nice person for crying out loud and still tip if it's a buffet. <laughs> um, what about delivery? If you're delivering? Mm-hmm. Deliveries. Well, here's this is a trick question. Because right now what I've noticed is if you order you know, Uber Eats, uh, any of those food delivery services, if you just order straight from like, I don't know, a, a pizza pizza night and they come to your house Chinese food whatever they they are now since the pandemic adding your tip into the bill now I have heard some people say it's usually 15% 17% 18% it's already on the bill or they call it a service fee quote unquote that's basically they're adding the tip in do you still tip on top of that no no, you shouldn't tip on top of a service charge or, or, or gratuity that's added to a bill unless you want to I yeah. mean, you, you can if, if you feel like you got great service. Uh, that, that we can discuss that next week uh, with yep. with the with the automatic gratuity on tables of parties of six or more. Um, you can tip on more. You can tip more on that, or you can actually take away. Like if you ever get um, gratted 
20% because you were in a party of six or more and you feel like the service was just not worth 20%, go to your manager and say, listen, yeah. I don't want to pay it. You don't have to. The manager will, will, will take it off the bill and you tip whatever you want. Or if you uh, they add 20% gratuity into it because you're a large party and you had fabulous. You can add more. You can add more tip right. onto what's already been included in your bill. Lastly, we call it camping, people that are in the industry. If you're not in the restaurant industry, you may not be familiar with that terminology. Camping means people that just stay at their table forever. Right. <laughs> They're done with their food. They're just sitting there chatting, talking, maybe having a business meeting, whatever the case may be. Uh, the people on the restaurant side, we call you guys campers. That's right. a very common Term. So there are two two different types of campers. There's that one camper that camps at your table on on a Saturday night when you know that you've got more reservations coming in and you could be using that table and making money off of that table. Right. And then there are the other camper where that that the, they were the last table, but then they're camping until well after closing time, <laughs> yes. and 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 you're sitting there just waiting and waiting and waiting. You can't waiting. go home till they go home. And you can't go home till they go home. And you've done your job all the way up until the point where all you need to do is just basically clean off their table and mm -hmm. shut off the lights so those are two different type of campers and in either scenario as a guest you can make that situation better for everybody if you decide to tip a little bit more yes and what i mean by that is if let's say you're a camper and you've already paid the check and you're just sitting there and you're talking which is great I, as a manager i want you to have have fun and enjoy yourself enjoy yeah. um but it can be a little bit frustrating to the to the server and i'm just giving you the server's perspective um <clears throat> so if you're going to sit there for 45 minutes an hour after you've closed out your tab it would be nice if you pulled your server aside and maybe gave them an extra tip at that point in time yes but do that early so that the server knows that that you're taking care of them and that they'll continue to take care of you you mm -hmm. know at that point in time they'll they'll be appreciative of it they'll take the they'll take the tip put it in their pocket go over get you some water or ask yeah. you if you would like another drink good rule of thumb right. be mindful of what you are doing as the guest that affects your server and their job and their money right. well just like you said dan i mean you, if you're sitting there for 45 minutes to an hour i think you just said that is called turning a table. You getting up and another person coming down to sit is called turning the table. So they could have turned that table and already been working on another bill, another tab, another order that would bring them a tip. So if you stay there, common sense, they're missing out on money for their time that they're there to work. So please do just be mindful of yourself, be generous, be kind, and offer more of a tip to your server if that's what you're going to My goodness, we can just talk about this forever. Um, if you have a reservation for a restaurant and you get there and they're like, it's still going to be a 30-minute wait, and you're like, yeah. what? It's because of campers. Usually well, is one of the reasons people aren't getting off their table. I need to make that right. If if you have to wait a half an hour for your reservation, I need to make that right. That mean and what that means is maybe I buy you a round of drinks, maybe I um, buy you a round of appetizers. I mean, if it, if you're waiting an hour for your reservation, mm. I, I don't like. I've never worked in a restaurant where you have a reservation and you just know you're going to wait for an hour for your reservation. So I, I don't know what that's like. Yeah. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, you shouldn't have to wait at all for your reservation. That's mm -hmm. a contract between you and I and, and as a guest in the restaurant that needs to be upheld on both ends. Unfortunately, so. it happens 
though. Oh, with campers, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. And the thing is, that's not going to be the fault of your server when you get to the table. Finally, they had nothing to do with right. that. Right. And it very they well could affect their tip. Absolutely. To do with you waiting for your reservation. Yeah. The guest is upset when they sit down. And now you, as a server, you have to, you have to combat that. And, yeah. And it's that hard. had nothing to do with you. But. Right. All right, guys. Tip your servers. Do not forget, they only make a couple bucks an hour. They survive and rely. 213. On, right. There you go. On mm-hmm. your tip for their check. I mean, that's a big deal. What do you do for a living? What would what could affect your check, you know? You have to think about that in a different in a different light and looking at it from a different perspective. I always tip 20% if I get bad service, which is very rare, but if I do, you know, I might go down to 18%, you know, maybe, but a good rule of thumb, my bar is 20% and if you're fantastic, I'll give you more. Right. You? Yeah, same same way. Always 20%. And remember, it's so easy to calculate. Stop bringing out your phones. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Well, we're going to have a part two to this because, again, like uh, Dan mentioned, people uh, have in our culture have started to make the controversy of do we take tipping completely away and just make your bill a lot higher. So we're going to talk about that in our next episode. Dan, thank you so much for being here again. Thank you. Um, you and I can chat, man. Yeah, yeah. We, we both are talkers. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, ah. Which is why we do what we do. We got it. That's why we got to do it in two parts. That's right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you share this link, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, God bless each and every one of you. Ciao, cheers, and buen provecho. Bye.